And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Yeah, we're working on your financial freedom because it's another edition of Tell Al Tuesday. And on today's show, I've invited my friend Michael to come back and join me. Now, the last time Michael was on the show, we were talking about how he had joined Lifestyles Unlimited back in 2011 and uh, started his real estate investing career. He started with a nest egg of about $400,000, and he built it up into a net worth of $4 million. Since the time has gone on, the last 10 months, when I have not had Michael on the show, Michael has been busy working on his business. He doesn't work in his business. He works on his business. And what he's been able to do in the last 10 months, he's been able to increase that net worth significantly. So what we're going to do on today's show is we're going to ask Michael, how did he do it? How did you continue to increase your net worth. We're also going to ask him about his tax liability. This is something that I talk about on the show routinely, and you're going to talk to somebody who has a very low rate of taxation when it comes to tax liability, when it comes to filing your own 1040, so to speak. We're also going to ask him where he invests and anything else that comes to mind. So with no further ado, let me let me welcome Michael back to the show. Michael, how are you doing today? Hey, Al. Yeah, doing great. Thanks for having me on the show today. Well, I'm glad you came back on the show because I'm very interested in, in picking your brain. I, I love the fact that, that you focus a lot of your intent, attention on real estate investing and that it's, it's become part of your, your psyche. What I want to know is... How significantly were you able to increase your net worth over the last 10 months since I've had the opportunity to speak with you? Last 10 months. Well, last year was a big year for sales. So as you know, I've got probably 50 uh, deals, 60 deals uh, that I've done, multifamily deals with Lifestyle since we started. And a lot of those came to fruition last year. So I think maybe 10 or 11 of them sold. So big, big year for capital return and a big year for capital gain. So what does that do for your for your net worth when you sell these apartment communities? Do you do you just sit on the cash or what do you do with the money? No, all of it got reinvested. So, you know, like Curtis Haynes talks about, you need to if you're serious about, you know, your family office, your job as the manager of the family office is to get that money reinvested within 30 days. So that's kind of my internal goal. So I'm I'm looking around. You know, I, I know that the sales coming. You know, you know, usually three months in advance. And so I'm looking for a, a new deal to get into. So by the time that sale actually happens, I got a deal waiting on the sidelines, ready to go. So are you actively looking at deals on a daily basis, or do you only do that when you have a property that's it's coming to fruition and it's time to reinvest? Yeah, for normally I only do that when I know that I've got a job to do. I've got an investment to make. As an ambassador for Lifestyle, I, I do get a lot of questions from new members. And so I'll kind of keep tabs on the new deals. So I'll, I'll open them, take a look at what 
uh, some of the projections are and, and maybe how they calculated those, you know, just kind of do a shallow dive into it so that I can speak intelligently to some of the new people about the new deals that are that are in the market right now. So what are you thinking about when it comes to the interest rates adjusting? We just had another interest rate adjustment of a quarter of a percent. Um, do you think it's going to keep going up? And if so, where do you think it's going to go? Yeah, well, I'm no expert. So with the banking issue we've seen, I'm guessing from what I'm reading that they're almost done. In fact, the stock market's up today because that's kind of the pervasive wisdom out there. The Fed may be about finished with it because they don't want to destroy all the banks, just just a couple. That's that's enough. and so the impact, though, on some of my deals, this, you know, I got into some variable rate loans this past year because that was kind of the what a number of the leads were doing because they we were buying properties that you know not full. They kind of had a value component, so they're called bridge loans. And these are two, three, four-year loans with variable rates on them, and those are starting to bite. So and not in a good way. So this. There's probably three or four deals I got into last year that are, that are struggling right now because they're having to pay you know, much higher mortgages. So the leads are busy trying to figure out how to refinance them within the next year uh, before their term runs out. Uh, so that's a downside. But the upside is you know, I've got other deals that are re- refinancing. We're getting 80% back, and that will be a couple months from now. So pretty soon I'll be looking for a new deal, and there's going to be some great deals out there because all across the country – People were buying these variable rate loans, and their times, the clock's ticking, time's running out, and they're going to have to unload these properties before the loan runs out. And they're going to unload them at lower prices, and it's going to be a great time to buy. You pay a lower effective tax rate. What was your effective tax rate for last year? Last year was a 9% effective tax rate. And the only reason it was above zero was because I pulled a bunch of money out of an IRA. If Capital you didn't have that IRA, you would have been at a 0% rate? Right. I'd have been a 0% rate on a million dollars of capital gain. So you're you're one of those one percenter people that everybody complains about in society. Right. Now, you know, you listen to Dell, we pay tax. We pay a lot of property tax, right? All these properties that we own, they have pretty high property tax bills, so we do pay a lot of tax there. But the reason we get you know, we don't pay federal is because we're doing what the government wants, right? The government wants affordable workforce housing provided. And so they give tax benefits to the people that provide that. And so it's not like we're getting away with anything. It's like we're doing what the government is incentivized everybody to do is to provide housing. So I think that's a really good point. I mean, when, when you do what the government wants, the government gives you benefits when when you don't do what the government wants the government does the opposite you know so it's you know the difference between those of us that are involved with real estate investing um flourishing as investors versus going to prison is just following the letter of the law is it not right exactly talk to me about how i could get closer to that nine percent or zero percent rate of taxation? I mean, what are some of the things that that you advise people to do or they should look at that would help them get closer to zero? So it's all about reinvesting, right? So you get a deal and it doubles in value over several years and you sell it, right? So you've taken a hundred thousand, you've turned it into 200,000. 
if you have one deal and you don't do anything else, you're going to pay capital gains on that. But if you were to reinvest that, you know, that 200000 you reinvest that into a deal in that same year, and that deal happens to use what's called depreciation, bonus depreciation, you know, in the new 2018 tax law, they allow real estate investors to depreciate up to like, well, it was 100%, this year it's down to 80%, but 80% of the asset can be depreciated in that first year. So you take that 200000 now you've got, put it into a deal, 80% of that's what, 160 minus the land value, you know, might get down to 140. So you might have a $140,000 loss that you can write off against that $100,000 capital gain. So you've just wiped out that entire capital gain by reinvesting it. And so and all that, of that is completely pay, legal. Yep. It's all completely legal and you pay zero percent tax that year. So that tax burden just gets pushed down the road. Eventually it's going to come around and you're going to owe taxes unless you keep doing this until you die. And then your kids, if you have them inherit all this real estate and they get that step up basis and all that tax goes away. Now, is this part of your game plan? Is this what you're executing in your life right now? Yep. This is part of the game plan. Just keep reinvesting it. Now, the 9% uh, that we talked about, this is I pulled about 400000 out of an IRA to use for real estate investing. And so normally you think, well, pulling that much out of an IRA, you'd have a pretty big tax hit because that's ordinary income, right? And that should throw you up into the 32% tax rate. But there's a little hidden gem in the tax code that very few people know about, including my CPA, <laughs> until we uh, saw it executed, that if you have a large capital gain and it's completely offset by all this depreciation losses, they'll treat your ordinary income as if it was a capital gain. And the capital gains rates are much lower. The first 80000 is taxed at 0%, and then everything above the after that, up to like 600000 is taxed at 15%. So that's how my combined rate was only 9. So I had some at 0 and some at 15. And it was using the capital gains tax rate bracket and not ordinary income. Now, how did you figure that out? I just, well, I gave gave it to my CPA and he came back. It's like, for oh, for some reason, you're only paying 9%. And he was scratching his head and he thought his software was broken. So he re-ran it and like, no, he did it. And then I had a, I've got a lifestyle friend, Nora, that is, uh, does taxes and has several different software packages, uh, professional ones. And she ran the numbers. And it's like, yep. And so she and I have actually put together a little presentation that we'd like to do at Expo sometime in the near future about how this all works and how other people can take advantage of it. Yeah, this is this is another game changer for real estate investors because I think it's very important for our listeners to understand that where they have their money right now is not the most effective place to have their money. That's part of the reason you got your money out of the IRA and out of the 401ks, right? It was because right. you weren't very effective there. But now, would you say you're effective, Mike? Yeah, it's been uh, pretty effective since the past 12 years. Done pretty well. So over the last 12 years, give or take a couple of days, you've been able to invest in 60 different apartment communities. Do I have my, my math right? I think we're up to like 75 now. 75. Okay. So my notes are old. Let me update my notes. You got 75 properties. Man, it must, it must wear you out visiting all 75 of those properties every month. Yeah, I think I've seen five of them. 
five of them. And back <laughs> my first property that I bought and that I invested in back in 2012, I've never actually been there. It's uh, San Antonio, south side of San Antonio, and I've just never had the opportunity to go down there. It's just you know, all my. Oh, is that Jerry's property, property at City Base? Yeah, that's Jerry's property. You know, I, I've so, actually walked that property. Yeah, did. How does it look? It it actually looks really good. Um, now it's been been a couple of years. The last time I walked, it was prior to COVID, and the the eight units were still burnt down. He was still messing with the the insurance company on yep. that. But overall, that property looked fabulous, especially for the area. It looked above what the area could command, even though the city of San Antonio was dumping a ton of money into the Brooks City Base complex, which is adjacent to this property. Jerry's property looked a lot better. So I'm here to tell you, I've seen your property and it looks good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's uh, that's an amazing deal we got you know, for our first deal brand new lifestyles and I think we committed 50,000 to invest in that one and it was a it was in foreclosure so it took him a few extra months to close it and as he he got near near the actual closing date a few of the investors decided to drop out and so that that makes me nervous as a newbie it's like why are people leaving yeah what they didn't know was what you and I know now when we come back from the break we're going to talk about this city base property stick around Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Well, one thing it has meant for us, and we have to compliment you, you've given us our time back. And I say our time because we got married 33 years ago, and we got married in July. Do you know why? Well, that was before I met Lifestyles. I used to work for Ford Motor Company. And with Ford Motor Company, I was uh, in the automotive division. They have shut down during July, the first two weeks of July. So, so you had, had to wait for down, a shutdown to get married? Yes. Yes, he actually Whoa, changed. that's dedication there. <laughs> he made me change our wedding date. It was supposed to be June 15th, and I changed. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so if I had been in lifestyle, I could have gotten married when I wanted to. <laughs> And the ring would have been bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Ready to get your time back like Vivian and Cornell? Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom, but I'm not alone today. I have Michael on the show with me, and Michael's been a member of Lifestyles Unlimited much longer than I have, about 12 years. He also serves as an ambassador for Lifestyles Unlimited, which means he's one of the guys in his local area that kind of puts together events and and meetups and things like that, which helps to, to bolster what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited because it gives us more opportunity to network and meet other people. But Michael, what what I wanted to talk to you about was that initial deal that you did over by Brooks City Base in San Antonio, Texas. Now, this was your very first real estate deal. You you had 
told the the lead investor on this deal that you were going to put money into it and then all of a sudden you saw some people getting out of the deal so you got you got nervous so so frame for me what was going on in your mind and then let's talk about what this investment has ultimately done for you yeah so back then you know we pledged 50 uh, a couple months go by we're waiting for it to close and a few people drop out we get an email from uh, from Jerry the lead and he's like, hey, some people dropped out. Do you do want to increase your investment? And that kind of makes us nervous. So you're brand new. I'd, I'd never invested more than 5000 in anything you know, in the stock market when I was an engineer. So pledging 50 to something was way outside my comfort zone. And then ask, being asked to increase it, I'm like, oh, no, what did I get myself into? But, uh, you know, we'd taken the training and gone to the two-day multiple times and been to the case studies. And, you know, we'd met Jerry a couple times, so... My wife and I had talked about it. And it's like, okay, we're going to increase. So we we bumped it up to eighty thousand. And then uh, over the next couple of years, Jerry took this uh, three hundred and sixty unit property that was really run down and just completely turned it around. So we got that thing for seventeen thousand a door back then, and, and nowadays things are worth like over one hundred and fifty a door. So it's been a huge increase. That in the twelve years we still own it, that property's returned. Um, $255,000. So it's it's tripled already. So we've gotten all our money back plus two more times our money back. And the amount of equity we still haven't have in it is like another hundred another $700,000. So this will be like a million dollar total return <clears throat> once we get it sold. So I'm 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 just sitting back. I'm a little floored. Every time you tell me about this deal, I always go, "Man, I wish I had joined Lifestyles Unlimited when you did, and I wish I knew about this this partic- particular deal because, man, eighty thousand dollars and then tripling that money over time and still having another seven hundred thousand dollars in equity. That particular deal alone made you a millionaire, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, just one deal. And it's all about buying it right. It was in in foreclosure, and Jerry jumped on it and was able to finagle a good, great price on it, and the rest is history. So every year we've held it, it's gone up. You know, my investment's gone up another eighty thousand every year. So where where did the money come from to buy into that particular investment? So that one, um, we like we had a house out in Oregon. And we finally were able to sell it in 2011 after the big housing crash. It was paid off. And so I had a big block of money that I was looking to invest. And that's what maybe or what led me to find lifestyles. You know, I'm looking for a mentor to help me get this stuff invested. So we used uh, one. And once we burned through that pile, then I started pulling money out of my 401k and used that to invest a couple of times. Now, why not invest within your 401k? You need to move it to an IRA to invest. And once I retired in four years after I started doing this, I moved that 401k to an IRA and actually did start investing inside the IRA. But I was also pulling money out a little bit each year to make some investments as well. So I've kind of, I've done both ways and both ways were successful. So there are some some downfalls to using that IRA because there is a you know, money used with a leveraged investment in an IRA has a tax on it and that tax rate hits thirty nine percent on your capital gain. So wow. you've got a big value play in there and like you know if I were to have had this deal in there that we were just talking about in an IRA I'd have a huge tax bill. 
So that would not be fun. So you learned up front it was better to get your money out of the, the IRA and start investing that way. And, and you kind of right. learned by, by doing it yourself and then seeing the, the results, correct? Yeah. Yeah, in fact, you know, I've, I've done a couple presentations on this. Uh, the last one was up in Dallas at one of our case studies. And I made a slide that kind of follows one of my 401k withdrawals from 2013. So I needed $50,000 to get into a deal. So I had cashed out 67000 out of my 401k you know, from Hewlett Packard, and I paid the penalty and I paid the tax. It's like 17000 penalty and tax to get that $50,000 to invest. And then I follow that for the next 10 years to see, okay, what, what actually happened to that 50000 So that first deal that we went into was an Austin deal, a uh, couple hundred unit apartment complex, and it sold in three years, so 2013 to 2016, and that 50000 turned into 205000 So that was a, an annual return of like 100% per year that we held it. Then that sale funded two more properties. So one of them was my lead property. So I went out and bought my own apartment complex with investors. And then with 150000 of that and the other fifty was actually a 1031 exchange into a new property with that same lead. That pro- new property sold in 22, so last year, and that 50 turned into 112. My property that I bought was 150,000 and it sold two and a half years later and I got 250 back. And then those funds, you know, used, we're, we used them to buy three more properties. Two of those sold, one of them refied and we bought three more properties. So the total equity after 10 years from that little $50,000 investment is now $600,000 plus 30,000 a year in cash flow. Where do you like to invest best? Well, that, that answer is different every year, of course. Um, a few years back, hearing about Phoenix, you know, Phoenix is a hot market. So Lifestyle's opened up an office and we've got a bunch of leads that are buying properties out there. So I think four or five years ago, I started investing in the Phoenix area and those properties have done really well. Are there, are there any other municipalities out there that are on your radar that you haven't invested in yet besides Florida? Mm, I think it's Salt Lake. So the Utah area I have not invested in yet, but we know we've got a couple leads out there that have been doing fairly well in the last year. So, Mike, let me ask you a, a personal question. How has all of this real estate investing affected your personal family life? Well, we're able to travel a lot more. So we've got uh, exchange students that we, my wife and I hosted over the years that have come and lived with us for a school year, their junior year in high school. And so now we've got um, exchange daughters, I call them, in Italy and Germany and Moscow, Russia. So we get to travel to go see their families. And we'll, this last fall, we traveled to Paris, and one of them came to meet us there. Um, you know, they all come back to visit. And now two of them are actually lifestyle members. So they've really? been paying attention to what I've been telling them. So now over in Europe, we've got uh, some FFP members. You know, they're, they're working now and they're saving up money for their first deal. Once, once the time is right, we'll upgrade them and, and get them involved. They're, they're not thinking about investing in Europe, are they? Uh, no, they'll probably invest here first, but, uh, 
it's definitely possible if, if they can look around and see what kind of rental, you know, I'm not sure how it works over there as far as apartments. I know they, you know, people buy apartments, but do the prices increase much over time? That I don't know. Yeah. And then you have that whole socialism thing that goes on in Europe that can be problematic to making money. Yeah. The taxes. Yeah. Her, her tax rate does uh, my, my uh, Italian daughter, Melissa, I think it's like, it's over 50% that they pay in taxes. Wow. You, I thought you said California for a moment there. You said you said yeah, Europe, there, right? right? <laughs> Italian. Yeah, she's been, she's been she's been talking to us recently, and she's you know she's on her third or fourth job uh, since getting out of college, and she likes this one. Um, but she's like, you know, I I can't imagine sitting in a cubicle for the next thirty years. I said, I I've got to get retired by the time I'm thirty five. So help me. <laughs> Well, I think that's great that you've been able to be a, a role model or a mentor to these these young women, and you've been able to help them understand that there is a completely different path in life than whatever else society has been trying to imprint upon their minds. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. And, and she'll go out and talk to her friends, you know, at the bar at night, and they'll just look at her like she's crazy. It's like passive income, and what are you talking about? So we're going to work in our cubicles until we're sixty-five or seventy. It's like, no, there's another way. It's, it's, yeah, it's a much better way. Never heard of it. Yeah. So, so let me, let me ask you another question I think is going to make the audience go, why did you ask him that, Al? Do, do you take advantage of the mentoring that's available to you in Lifestyles Unlimited? I mean, after all, who, who could mentor you, right? Oh yeah. I, I still talk to Madeline, you know, our, our passive mentor and then pick her brain. Cause she's, she's got over a hundred deals. And her strategy has been quite a bit different than mine, uh, and I'm, I'll probably modify mine more now to match what she does. So she's um, she invests in a lot of brand new leads, and she'll put a small amount with each of them to get in on the ground floor. Because typically, uh, a new lead when they you know they're successful in their first deal because they're paying attention, they're listening to their mentor, they want to get in, they want to get out fairly quick, and then on to their second deal and the. If they've done well, then their second deal, they're going to take, you know, the first dibs is to the people that invested in their first deal. So she's kind of setting herself up to be able to pick and choose and go with the with the best leads out there. But she'll start with them when they're young. So and I've tended to go with the award winners and the guys I've known a long time that have done well. And so I'm thinking I want to maybe switch over to her strategy. It might actually get you a slightly better return on investment because those first-time leads, uh, they don't take as much for participation out of the deals, correct? Right, right. And they're hungry, and they, they want to yep. get into the deal and get out of the deal, and they're listening to yep. their mentors, and that tends to take a lot of that risk out of the equation, does it not? Right, right. So speaking of risk, how risk averse are you? I mean, would would you go back into the stock market or are you just completely locked into real estate nowadays? No, oh, I hate the stock market. <laughs> just, oh, for, you know, from 2000 with the crash then when, when I lost half of my 401k value and then because uh, I'd been investing a 12 percent of my engineering uh, salary into the 401k like you're supposed to from you know, 1986. Lost half of it in 2000 and then built it back up to 2008 and lost half of it again. It's like, damn, this is not working. 
And it was like, it was, took till 2016 to come all the way back up. And I finally, you know, once I started lifestyle, it's like, okay, I put it all into, sold all my stock in the 401k, put it into like a money market until I could figure out how to start getting it out and investing in real estate. So you're absolutely risk averse to the stock market, but when it comes to real estate, what's your, what's your risk level? What are you willing to do? Um, well, since last year I invested in some of these bridge loans, apparently I'm, I'm willing to take some risk, but I think it's important that I, I had my base built. So I spent the first eight years building a good firm, you know, following what Dell said to do, doing, doing it right. Sticking in the you know, major cities, secondary markets, you know, not doing anything out in the middle of nowhere. Um, just keeping it playing it safe until I had enough cash flow and enough capital gain. It's like, okay, now I can maybe take on a few other riskier projects, you know, do a tertiary market, uh, things that I might not have done in that first eight years. Wow, good stuff, Michael. I want to thank you so much for being on the show with me today. I know people learned a lot from you. And for those of you looking to get started, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, get signed up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.